Chapter Fifty Eight of the Queen's Necklace by Alexandre Dumas, translated by Henry L. Williams. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Family Accounts. It was the day before the first payment was due, and Monsieur de Calon had so much to do that he had forgotten his promise. The Queen had up to this time waited patiently, relying on his word. She now, however, was beginning to grow uneasy when she received the following note this evening the business with which your majesty has charged me will be settled by the council the money will be with the queen to-morrow evening marie antoinette recovered all her gaiety directly after dinner the king went to the council but in a rather bad humour the news from russia was bad a vessel had been lost some of the provinces refused to pay the taxes also a beautiful map of the world made by himself had that day split into two pieces. Vainly, therefore, Monsieur de Calon produced his accounts and his usual smiling air. The king continued out of temper. For a long time he sat as usual, drawing hieroglyphs on a piece of paper whilst the foreign correspondence was being read and paying little attention to what passed around him. At last, however, Monsieur de Calon began to speak of the loan to be raised for the ensuing year. The king became attentive and said, "'Always borrowing. But how is it to be repaid? That is a problem, Monsieur de Cologne, for you to solve.' "'Sire, a loan is only turning a stream from one direction to cause it to flow more abundantly in another. In deepening the channel you only increase the supply.' therefore let us not think of paying but only of obtaining present supplies monsieur de calonne then explained his plans which were approved by his colleagues the king agreed with a sigh now we have money said monsieur de calonne let us dispose of it and he handed a paper to the king with a list of pensions gifts and payments to be made the king glanced at the total. One million nine hundred thousand francs for this? Enormous! But, sire, one item is five hundred thousand francs. Which? The advance to the queen. To the queen? Five hundred thousand francs to the queen? Impossible! Pardon, sire, it is correct but there must be a mistake a fortnight ago her majesty received her money sire but if her majesty has need of money and we all know how well she employs it no cried the king the queen does not want this money she said to me that she preferred a vessel to jewels the queen thinks but of france and when france is poor we that are rich ought to lend to france and if she does require this money, it will be a great merit to wait for it, and I guarantee that she will wait. The ministers applauded this patriotic speech of the king, only Monsieur de Calon insisted. Really, monsieur, said the king, you are more interested for us than we are for ourselves. The queen, sire, 
will accuse us of having been backward when her interests were concerned i will plead your cause but sire the queen never asks without necessity if the queen has once they are i trust less imperious than those of the poor and she will be the first to acknowledge it sire i am resolved said the king and i fancy i hear the queen in her generosity thanking me for having so well understood her heart monsieur de calon bit his lip and louis content with this personal sacrifice signed all the rest without looking at them cologne you shall tell the queen yourself oh sire i beg to resign to you the honor so be it then ha here she comes let us meet her i beg your majesty to excuse me he replied and retired quickly the king approached the queen she was leaning on the arm of the comte d'artois and seemed very gay madame said the king have you had a pleasant walk yes sire and you an agreeable counsel yes madame i have gained you five hundred thousand francs monsieur de cologne has kept his word thought the queen only imagine madame continued the king Monsieur de Calonne had put down five hundred thousand francs for you, and I have struck it out, a clear gain, therefore, of that sum. Struck it through? cried the queen, turning pale. But, sire, oh, I am so hungry I am going to supper. And he went away, delighted with his work. Brother, said the queen, seek monsieur de calonne for me at that moment a note from him was handed to her your majesty will have learned that the king refused your grant it was incomprehensible and i retired from the council penetrated with grief read said she passing the note to the count and there are people said he who say that we squander the revenue this is an extraordinary proceeding quite husband-like said the queen adieu brother i condole with you he replied and it is a lesson for me i was going to make a request to-morrow for myself send for madame de lamotte said the queen when she returned to her room End of chapter 58 Recording by John Van Stan, Savannah, Georgia